Coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, birthed by the great state of South Carolina, is the Bryant Land Country Podcast, your place for any and everything in hunting, fishing, sports, and outdoor related, with heavy doses of randomness, guests, and an all-around good time. Here's your host, proud Gamecock, South Carolina forever, AB3. All right, everybody, welcome to another great episode of the Bryantland Country Podcast. I have gotten a nice Georgia doe down on the ground. If you have not seen on Instagram yet, on Friday, December 6th, I was able to take a nice Georgia doe out, Georgia doe out of my climber stand uh, in the back side of my property, bordering a creek, I was able to take down a nice uh, doe. And the podcast this week is basically the story of how that came together. And now you're probably going to sit there and you're going to say, well, dang, AB3, what is so great about taking a doe? Well, number one, it's a doe with a bow. And I am of the thought process that anytime you take something with a bow and arrow, whether it be a compound or a trad, a.k.a. traditional bow, you have done something and should be very proud of it. More importantly, though, this is not just any other regular doe kill. This is a comedy of errors. And as you listen to the story in the podcast, you will find out that everything that could go wrong went wrong on that fateful day but your boy ab3 still came out on top so this is not gonna be a long intro because i don't really have a whole lot to say and i'm not gonna just sit here uh twiddling my thumbs just yickety yakking my gums i'm gonna move out the way uh, mash the record button you guys go ahead and kick back and listen to a comedy of errors 12 6 19 on the bryant land country podcast Bryant Land. On the morning of December 6th, I sat out to go hunting. That morning ended up being a comedy of errors. And I just, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I can't explain what happened. But it was one of those things where if something could go wrong or something that makes sense, then damn it, it could go wrong or it went wrong or things would happen that made no sense so let's start by the fact that you know it's an hour maybe like an hour hour 30 minute ride to where I go and hunt at okay so I got to get up super early if I want to be there be in the stand or in the blind this day it was in the stand in my climber if I want to be in there by sunrise now I'm still not too keen on climbing in the dark with just a headlamp or whatever. So I get in there, you know, when there's a little bit of light before sunrise, but just when, you know, things are starting to light up. So I get up. First of all, I set my alarm. I get up late, okay? Um, I get up probably about 20 minutes later than I wanted to. Ended up leaving about 40 minutes later than I wanted to. So that's the first thing, all right? So... We got that working against me, and I want to make sure you guys keep count on everything that is going wrong against me on this day, December 6th, 2019. So, 
All right, so we got that. We get up late, get everything packed, get dressed, everything. Well, everything's pretty much packed, but we get up, get dressed. Then we go, I get up, and then I go and I start driving, okay? I got, you know, a little breakfast or whatever, get in the truck, heading down the road. So I'm heading down the road. I'm listening to a couple of podcasts that I always listen to, mostly wrestling podcasts when I'm not, you know, listening to mine. But anyway, I'm getting on down the road, and... I get to the exit for where I get off on highway. So now when I get to the exit, something in me just says, you know what, I don't feel, something, my feet don't feel right. Something's not right on my feet. Hit the light inside the truck, look down, and of course, I don't have on my hunting boots. I don't have on the hiking boots that I wear sometimes when I hunt or my my knee-high snake boots. I don't have either one of those on. What I do have on is kind of like some little outdoor, I call them outdoor slides, or uh, outdoor loafers, you know, they got the traction on the bottom. You can just slide into them. Uh, I use them when I'm, you know, here at the house practicing outside or whatever the case, or if I just don't feel like putting on sneakers or whatnot, I put those on. So, I mean, yeah, they have pretty good traction, but these are not the shoes that you want to be hunting in. So that's number two, okay? So we got getting up late, and then we got the wrong pair of shoes on. All right, so still going to make this work. I get out, I go, you know, get to the uh, get to the land, get everything out, get my climber situated, and it's a long walk to where I'm hunting at on this day. Like, this is not close by up front or somewhere in the middle or a blind where I can just slip in. I mean, it, this is a freaking haul all the way to the back of my property and I mean I don't you know I can't say like a mile or a mile and a half or whatever one of these days I'll probably mark it um or at least take the AV the ATV and go from top to bottom front to back but at any rate this is a long haul to get to where I got to get to so I'm running late uh, I don't want to I've already forgotten you know my shoes or my hunting shoes my boots so, you know, I'm thoroughly double, triple checking stuff before I leave the truck, make sure everything is everything. <sighs> so we get, you know, I get everything together. I start the haul, you know, start walking back, get all the way to the back, get back there. And I know that I got to do a little bit of maintenance to this tree before I start climbing it. Yes. Well, why didn't you do the maintenance before? God dang it. I didn't. So I had to do it this morning. I still, surprisingly enough, with it being a long haul, having on the wrong shoes, getting up late, I'm still at a pretty decent time. So I get up, the uh, I get out my, you know, little uh, saw, whatever, little pole saw, knock off one branch, we're good. All right, that's enough for me to climb. I can start climbing. And then when I start climbing, I'll get to the next branch, knock it off, and then we'll be good to go. Well, problem that I didn't account for and then I run into well actually let me back up before I started climbing you know I started you know spraying cover scent around you know deer urine deer urine I still got some uh from you know the uh doe estrus just in case there's some bucks that are still out there you know maybe making the second run at it or whatnot maybe they'll smell it come in Whatnot, but then also use it for, you know, cover scent, all that other uh, stuff. So I'm shaking that out, putting that out, 
And of course, it's in a squirt bottle, but then it starts dripping. So I got estrus on my hand, on my fingers. Great. So wrong shoes, estrus on the fingers, woke up late. So we got all that going against me. But so let's get back to the climber. So I get the estrus out, I wipe my hands off, whatever, start climbing. And if anybody's ever used one of the summit climbers, there you got the little stirrups where you put your feet in, makes it hella easy to climb a tree. But then they got the little black strap that you kind of rest your ankles against when you're doing the climbing. Well, when I have on my boots, I don't feel that little strap. So it's not, you know, it's not a big deal. Hell, when you only got on some freaking outdoor loafers and you're trying to climb a tree and basically fucking penny loafers, it's not a good deal, okay? So my ankles, I'm starting to feel the rubbing on the back of my ankles. And, you know, it's not excruciating, but, you know, it's a little uncomfortable. Definitely more uncomfortable than I'm used to. So I start climbing. It's like, all right, that's fine. You know, I'm still going to do this. I'm all in. You know, I'm going to make it work. Climbing up, climbing up, climbing up. Get to the branch. Branch is kind of feeble. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I won't need a saw. Maybe I can just yank this thing down. Sure enough, I start yanking, yanking, getting one out of the way, getting another limb out of the way. Finally grab, pull, thing comes down, pow, smacks me right in the face, right above the eye. Great. So now I'm smacked in the eye with a branch. Okay, so woke up late, wrong shoes, estrus on the fingers, smacked in the face, long haul for the climber, smacked in the face with a branch. So I, you know, shake it off, whatever, finish the climb, sit down, get comfortable, check my surroundings, check my lanes. Okay, cool. Pull up my, start, you know, pulling up my bow get my bow up, and maybe like 15 minutes after getting my bow and then knocking the air and putting my release on, gloves, everything, maybe about 10, 15 minutes later after I get all that set up, deer comes in. All right, that's fast. Not going to argue with that. So I, you know, get myself together, just kind of sit still, get gather my breathing, and, you know, I kind of let this doe, you know, do what she wants to do. She comes in, she walks around, she goes around my position, she stops, she looks around, and she comes back, same way that she went in, and then she starts making her way over to the feeding area, okay? So, all this is going on, I'm just kind of relaxed, letting it happen, uh, she made her way behind a tree, so I finally stood up when she couldn't see me, and I got my bow in my hand, and I'm ready, you know, to take care of business. So I let this doe feed probably about five, ten minutes or whatever, sitting there listening to her crunching feed and whatever, and it's truly amazing. This is one of the things why I absolutely love bow hunting. No knock against gun hunters, muzzleloader, whatever that you like to do. But for me personally, bow hunting is just so freaking awesome because I'm sitting there and I can hear her chewing. I can hear the sounds, you know, her munching down on whatever. Woods is quiet, maybe a couple of birds coming through or whatnot. It's really a peaceful scene. And the, when you're bow hunting and you're that close to the animals, man, I'm telling you, if you ain't never experienced it, it ain't nothing like it, all right? 
So that's why this right here, this scene right here is why I love bow hunting. So I'm sitting there letting her do her thing. She's kind of looking, dipping, looking. She dips around in a spot where she can't see me again. So I draw back. I'm like, all right, you know, it's going to be time to set this down. Well, she stayed in that spot where she couldn't see me for probably, hell, I don't know. It seemed like three, four minutes that I was holding that draw. It seems like I was holding that draw a long time. But in reality, uh, it was probably like a minute, minute and a half, maybe, you know, 60, 90 seconds, whatever. But I felt like I was holding that draw for a long time. And so I drew back. I'm holding draw, holding draw, holding the draw, holding the draw, holding draw, waiting for, you know, just give me your vitals. Let me see your vitals. And she stayed in a spot where she couldn't see me and I couldn't see her vitals. I was like, all right, maybe it ain't quite time yet. So I'm going to let it, you know, I'm going to let down. And I let my bow down. But in trying to, you know, stealth-like let my bow down, my thumb flicks the release. Of course, the arrow takes off. Arrow goes directly into a tree across from me. I'm going to post that. Well, by the time this drops, you will have seen the picture of where I shot the arrow in the tree. Shoot the arrow in the tree. She jumps, takes off, and I just knew that this whole situation was done. But, alas, it was not. Once again, everything that could go wrong working against me today is working against me. And I just flung an arrow and a very good broad head into a tree. I got on the wrong shoes. I got smacked in the face by a limb. I got up late. I mean, I got everything working against your boy here just to make a simple doe kill. God forbid if it was a 140-inch class buck, this is for a simple Georgia doe kill, man. I got all this stuff going against me. So the arrow smacks into the tree. She, you know, takes off. Thankfully, this is how I know that all was not lost. She didn't start blowing. She didn't start stomping and acting a fool. She kind of moved out the way, jumped a little bit, looked around, and then commenced back to scavenging, feeding, or whatever. So she jumps. She stops. I'm thinking, okay, she's going to hightail it out of here. Well, basically, she just kind of circles. There's a creek over where nearby my hunting position. So she makes her way to the creek, real calm, whatever. I don't even look over there because I don't want to make eye contact or make any kind of movement. So I hear her over there, and she starts drinking water. All right, cool. Get your little drink. Settle down. You calm down. I'm going to calm down, all right, because I can't believe I just flung an arrow into a freaking tree. And then she's probably like, I'm just trying to have my breakfast and all this commotion's going on. So she's taking a drink. I'm calming down. She's calming down. And then she starts making her way. I'm listening to the leaves crunching. I can tell that she's starting to make her way back over. I'm like, all right, we ain't done yet, boys. We got a chance. So she starts making her way over. And I'm sitting there. And I got, you know, quickly I knocked another arrow. When she took off. After I shot the one arrow in the tree, I knocked another arrow, and I was like, all right, just in case, 
You know, you got to be ready. You know, stay SRA, stay ready all-star. You don't have to get ready. When you're born ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I was getting ready and making sure everything's good. She comes back, starts taking her time, you know, making sure everything's good. I hear a little crunch, crunch here, a little crunch, crunch there, you know, her feet on the leaves and everything. And then she comes back in and sets herself to start feeding. So I'm like, okay. She's calming down, and then I'm looking over there. And she's looking directly in my in my direction. Man, I'm not making any movements. You know, I've got my breathing under control, not fidgeting, just trying to be very stealth ninja-like. Mind you, oh, by the way, I'm probably... 12 feet off the ground, if that much, you know. The thing about the climber is I think I'm higher than what I really am because I've seen pictures of me up in the climber, and I'm like, well, I'm not as high as I think I am. So I couldn't have been that high off the ground. I'm not one of these guys that like to high-five God climbing, you know, 20, 25 feet up in the tree. I'm probably 12 foot at the most off the ground. So she's looking at me. I'm like I say, I'm not making you know eye contact. I'm just kind of looking away, maybe glancing every now and then while I think she's turned her head or whatnot. So this goes on because she's not in a position again to take a good shot. This probably goes on another 10, 15 minutes. So I'm sitting there and I'm letting her do her thing and she's crunching, crunch, 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 crunch. And I just want to point out at this point, a lot of you may know this, but some of y'all that are still trying to get your feet wet out here in this hunting thing, especially bow hunting, man, this seems like forever. Like, I would love to have had an actual stopwatch on the total time of events because internally, like clockwise, I feel like this whole scenario went on for about an hour, uh, for an hour, hour and a half, when in actuality, this whole thing probably went on for like 20 minutes. But when you're in the heat of the moment, and you're playing the cat and mouse game with, you know, one of God's awesome creatures in the white-tailed deer, man, it seems like the time takes forever. So I'm sitting there. She's crunch, 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 eating, crunch, 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 eating. No shot. No no vitals. I'm not seeing any vitals or anything. She may turn real quick, dip her head, and then she pops back up, and then she looks in my direction. So, of course, I'm not going to do anything stupid. This is where the patient game comes in at. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, your boy AB3, Adam Bryant III, the host of the Bryantland Country Podcast, if there is one thing that I am not born or equipped with, that is patience. But I tell you what, hunting deer has made me acquire some patience. All right? So I don't want to do anything crazy. I'm sitting there letting her do her thing. Finally. Maybe 20, 25 minutes in. I don't know. Again, these times may be screwed up, but for me, it seemed like it was a long time. She finally drops her, turns, drops her head. Soon as she does that, I draw back. She pops back up. I'm sitting at full draw. She drops her head again. I let that arrow fly, and it poof was the sound that it made. And it hit her right behind the shoulder. Went straight through her. Man, that deer jumped about, I don't know, a foot, foot and a half off the ground. Once again, comedy of errors. Go to turn on my Tacticam. 
the damn Tacticam battery is dead, so the Tacticam don't even turn on. I can't catch a break this morning, but I was able to get that arrow off, and that arrow went through, poof, and it went past her, and I saw her jump up, and, man, she took off a couple of steps, and then she stopped. And I was like, well, maybe I didn't hit her. Now all the doubt's creeping in. Did I hit her where I think I hit her? Did I hit her good? Did it hell? Did I hit her at all? Did I even touch her? Because of the way, you know, she jumped, I'm thinking I hit her pretty good. But now because the way that she took off and then stopped, I'm like, well, maybe she just spooked again. Maybe I didn't do something right. You know, you start having all this doubt creeping in. And then she was in a spot where I couldn't see. So that was like another two minutes that she just stood there. Still, no noise, nothing. She turns, and then I can see the exit wound. So I'm like, okay, I hit her, but the exit wound's kind of low, and I'm like, damn it, I done gut shot this deer. But come to find out, that was the exit wound. The entry room, ladies and gentlemen, was perfect, right behind her shoulder. So she's standing there, and then she beds down. I'm like, okay, now we're in business. And I watch her bed down. She's maybe, that shot was 17 yards when I ranged it. She Where she was bedded down had to be maybe 30, 35 yards. It wasn't far. Because once she got around the tree and the brush that was blocking me, I could see her. So she beds down. I'm taking it easy. Taking it easy. Taking it easy. I look. She stands up. I'm like, God dang it, I didn't hit her right. She stands up. She takes two more steps, and then she bed. And then when she stood up, no, she stood up, then she sat, then she laid back down. I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there. I'm like, at this point, things going through my mind. Should I just be patient? Should I get down, climb down, try to follow up real quick? But you don't want to, I don't want to push her or anything, so I just chill. I say, I'm just, just, just relax. So I relax. She stands up again, and I see the exit wound, and it's all red and everything. And then she plops back down, flips over on her side. Two legs up front start kicking. She stops. All four starts kicking it. And once those legs start kicking, ladies and gentlemen, that is usually the beginning of the end. And ladies and gentlemen, your boy, on a morning where I had absolutely no business killing a deer, deer was down, doe was down, and I was relieved, excited, happy, got the monkey off my back. December 6, 2019, meat in the freezer, still out here hunting, looking for my antler trophy. You know, I've pretty much missed uh, the brunt of duck season so far because I've really been going hard at trying to get the business done with my bow out here bow hunting these white-tailed deer. And I've had a good time, don't get me wrong. It's been very frustrating because I've wanted to have a deer killed. Usually in my mind, I want to have, you know, a buck and a doe wrapped up sometime around October so then I can get ready and go do ducks and geese and stuff like that. But, man, I've just been going at these deer all season and then just, you know, enjoying it. So even in a morning that I call a comedy of errors, we did get some first done. We got the first deer I ever killed in a climber. I don't know about you guys, 
But for me to kill a deer and a climber to start at the beginning of the season, not even know how to use a climber, to be able to use a climbing stand, pick out trees, get a good set, and then make a make a kill, uh, that for me has me tickled to death right now. Okay, don't get me wrong, I still want to get you know my antler trophy, that big buck, but that's just another layer of accomplishment and another thing that I can, another skill set that I've added under my belt. I've gotten comfortable with my climber. And to be able to kill a deer within after only a little bit of using it, for me, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm tickled to death about it. So even with putting an arrow in the tree, wrong shoes, smacked in the face with a limb, tacticam not working, Waking up late, I was still able to get it done. So December 6, 2019, meet in the freezer, AB3, deer down, still going at the after the antler trophy. And if I was a professional wrestler, I would have some kind of catchphrase to end this because I know it sounds like a wrestling promo. But ladies and gentlemen, I am excited and I'm happy that your boy has finally made a bow kill for the 19 deer season. Brightland. Man, I don't know if you guys could tell or not, but uh, that dude is excited telling that story. Um, thanks again to myself for being a guest for myself on my show. <laughs> Ten days back on December 6th, I killed a doe. And I'm excited about it because we have meat in the freezer. So I hope you enjoy that story as much as I enjoy telling it. Like I said, just everything that happened that day, man, I was just like, man, this is going to be a great story. And it's borderline unbelievable if I didn't witness every uh, part of it, every step of the way. But nevertheless, meat's in the freezer. Uh, still got a few weeks to try to get uh, something with some uh, antlers on the ground, so we're going to make that attempt. We also got to get started uh, hunting some ducks here and uh, ducks and geese. Um, I got a taste for uh, ducks and geese, so I got to get out there, dust off the old shotgun, the 12-gauge, and see if I can uh, cancel some flights. So all those things will be in the happenings here in the next few weeks as we wrap up 2019. Just a quick reminder for you, last-minute shoppers, bryantlandcountry.com, shop tab on the bryantlandcountry.com website. Jesus, got a case of the non-talkies. The shop tab on bryantlandcountry.com. Go in there, pick out some merchandise, pick out some stuff. Everything's 40% off as long as you use the promo code CYBER, C-Y-B-E-R, 40% 40% off of your total purchase. You last-minute shoppers going in there. Get your stuff done. Get your shopping done so you can get those deliveries because you know with Christmas coming up, all the shipping services are going to be slammed. So you need to go ahead and make sure you get your stuff ordered if you're trying to get it by Christmas. Also, while you're on BryantLandCountry.com, the website, one-stop shopping for everything, Bryantland, videos, podcasts, blogs, everything is on the website. So make sure you guys are checking that out, Bryantland 
country.com. All right, that's going to be it for today. I'm going to get ready to get up out of here, get some last-minute shopping done myself, maybe try to find a tree to wrap my climber around and get in and get some hunting done. You guys take it easy and check back next week here for another episode of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bryant Land Country Podcast, hosted by AB3. Please leave us a positive review and five-star rating on iTunes. Be sure to check out our podcast section on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, for previous podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Official Bryant Land and Twitter at 3 Land. This has been an AB3 Media Production. Join us next time for another edition of the Bryant Land Country Podcast.